Got nine minutes to maximize your travel and casino experience? Welcome to ZorkCast, powered by Travel Zork, helping you travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures. From airline miles and hotel points to living in the lap of luxury in a Las Vegas casino, you'll find all the knowledge you need to travel in style, brought to you in nine minutes or less. Now, please welcome the host of ZorkCast, Michael Mason Traeger. Hello, this is Michael, and welcome back to ZorkCast. Today we're going to talk about how Twitter can make life much easier with travel inquiries. So why is it great to use Twitter for an inquiry for a travel issue? Well, because it's extremely efficient and you also create a paper trail, albeit a virtual paper trail. But you have to understand a little bit of how to do it. Obviously, if you've been communicating with travel companies before or any other kinds of companies via Twitter, you probably know most of this already. But I tend to run into a decent number of people who are not that familiar with Twitter. So I was going to give a basically broad stroke on why it's probably good to you, even if you don't want to use Twitter for anything but customer service related issues for companies. It can be very, very useful. And considering that many companies make it rather difficult to send emails or other inquiries or they take a long time for them to respond to your request, it's really a pretty good method to use. So first off, you have to understand the difference between tweeting and direct messaging. So you can send a regular tweet to a company with general complaints, praise, or questions. These tweets, everybody can see. So you do not want to put any confidential or private specific information in those tweets. Now, Twitter has another function, which is messaging or direct messaging or often abbreviated DM. Now, that's the way that you can communicate with a company for a customer service issue via Twitter. Now, sometimes before you can DM a company, you have to follow them and send them a tweet requesting that they follow you. But you'll find that out right away if you try to direct message a company and you can't direct message them. A couple of things. So basically, you have to know the the Twitter. You You need to know where you're tweeting. So... You have to be familiar with that. You know, some are easy, like American Airlines is at American Air. So you have to figure that out. That's not very difficult. Then you also have to figure out how to, you have to send a direct message and you have to make sure you are absolutely doing a direct message because you're going to be providing credentials, which might be your record locator number, your frequent flyer number, or other types of information. So you want to make sure that you're doing it correctly. That's also pretty easy to proof. So you're going to make sure when you're contacting a travel company, you're actually doing it via direct message and not tweeting to the entire world. You are going to want to state your name and all the account number and credentials that are relevant to the customer service request. A lot of that also has to do with the name on the reservation, things like that. As I always say when dealing with travel companies, you want to give them as much information as possible and make it as easy as possible. You don't need to tell them a whole complicated story. You need to just give them the data points. I have found in many instances, Twitter agents are often better than regular phone agents, but that's a very, very broad commentary. 
but I've had good success with it. And of course, the caveat, the company has to be engaged in wanting to use Twitter to communicate with people. So for example, just off the top of my head, a couple of companies that are really good with Twitter, Hyatt is particularly good. I was able to do my status match from M Life Gold to Hyatt Explorer status all via Twitter direct message. United Airlines I find to be a little bit mixed. I've done some meal choice requests via Twitter just because they do not have that functionality on their website. And for some reason, the requests never wound up in the PNR, the record locator number. So I'm worried about like 50% for requests for United of whether they will happen. But a very good point there is you have a record of United confirming that they got your meal request and that they've added it to the reservation. So when you need to go back to United, if you desire for service recovery to say, hey, guys, I didn't get the vegetarian meal that I ordered you at least have an actual record of the communication. So that's actually quite helpful for service recovery or, you know, basically them making good on not fulfilling a request. And, you know, this might sound like a minor thing, and this is always an issue in the travel world. People say, well, it was just a meal request, but people often do buy expensive tickets, especially in premium cabins. And one of the things they should do is deliver the special meal that you request. So I, I think it's I think it's important to be able to do that via customer service. Recently, I've not had a lot of experience with Delta, but overall, I have had very good experiences. One example was on a Las Vegas to Minneapolis to Amsterdam flight, and the Las Vegas to Minneapolis flight was delayed and held on the runway for a while due to air traffic control issues in Las Vegas. I was able to tweet Delta in flight with my concerns that I would be landing in Minneapolis at the same time as the Minneapolis to Amsterdam flight would be taking off, which was not cool. And of course, since that's the last evening flight from Minneapolis to Amsterdam, and because it was around 9.30 p.m. at night, you would be stuck in Minneapolis until the next day, probably the next evening to fly to Europe. So that is something you're concerned about. Delta was fabulous. They responded to me. I was obviously using in-flight Wi-Fi. They responded to me quickly. Uh, they said they were aware of the situation. They were aware of inbound connections from Las Vegas to Minneapolis and that they were going to be holding the Minneapolis to Amsterdam flight for those inbound connections. So once again, very nice reassurances, really good stuff. British Airways, I have a lot of friends who've had wonderful interactions with British Airways via Twitter. I have not had many interactions with them, but I have requested issues like looking for upgrade space. They respond quickly and relatively accurately. American Airlines, I give a lot of credit. Their Twitter response team has been very, very good. Just a week ago, I booked a ticket for my daughter and I accidentally booked the totally incorrect flights. And then I went back and I booked another reservation. So the first reservation had to be canceled. Now, I couldn't find the correct functionality to cancel this reservation because the way I booked the ticket was through the American Airlines Netherlands portal. I'm not sure why I did it. So I couldn't just cancel it online, or at least I couldn't figure it out. Of course, I could have called American Airlines. But since I don't have status with American Airlines, even though I'm One World Emerald with British Airways... I would have had to probably go through a whole bunch of phone things to cancel that. So I just sent American Airlines a very quick direct message. And I basically told them the PNR. I told them the reservation. I told them my daughter's name. I told them I had made an error and to please cancel that reservation. They responded immediately that the reservation would be canceled, but the charge would show up on a credit card and then be credited a few days later. 
I've also had very good success with American Airlines, you know, basically changing credentials on a record. So a lot of times I will send American Airlines a record and I'll say for, you know, the name of the person, record locator number, XYZQB or whatever it is. On this flight, you know, in this instance, I was writing to them saying from Burlington to Philadelphia, please replace the American Airlines frequent flyer number with this person's British Airways One World Sapphire frequent flyer number and give that number. They take care of it. They respond back. And it's really easy. And this is great stuff because you can be multitasking and getting, you know, confirming customer service issues without having to sit on hold for a long time. And one of the big problems, especially with airlines, when you make a mistake and you need to cancel a reservation or call in to do something, and that happens to be a time when there is a huge weather situation, hold times can be hours for airlines. So because they're dealing with passengers with huge problems. So being able to use Twitter for the small issues is just extremely efficient. So basically, I hope that, you know, this gives people some insight into that. Maybe I'll take a couple of screenshots of some of the types of direct message and tweets I've done. But even if you don't feel like really using Twitter to speak to the world or respond to the world, you can use it for sure for private direct message communication for customer service. And I, I think it's, it's really a fabulous thing. Anyway, until next time, and happy tweeting. You've reached the end of your stay with us on this episode, but we encourage you to visit our website for more resources at TravelZork.com and to continue the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at TravelZork and Facebook.com slash TravelZork. Travel smarter, gamble smarter, and maximize your adventures right here on ZorkCast. Until next time, good luck.